Welcome into Half the Distance Live, your weekly barroom commentary football podcast. As always, I'm Matty Fax, joined by Scottathan Staten, a.k.a. Scotty Stats, Brian the Professor, the great skunk hunter, Pepe Lepioducer, and for the first time this season, we have our second producer, Up Greg, with us. Welcome to the show, sir. Up <coughs> Greg! Oh, we got some games to talk about, and it's going to be a little painful uh, for the professor and I to start off with. We're going to go ahead and go through the Thursday night game and uh, my favorite team's game also. Before we get going, though, as always, we here have uh, koozies of our, both our favorite teams and our least favorite teams. Whoever had the worst week of predicting games from the last week has to wear the koozie of their least favorite team. Uh, if it had been Mr. Staten or I... He would have been wearing a Patriots, or I would have used a Packers. Unfortunately, Mr. For the professor, is my father. Thank you very much. Oh, very, very good point. <laughs> Scotty Jr. <laughs> uh, does not have to, though, because last week, the professor only predicted five games correctly. Yep. So he is now wearing a Cowboys koozie. So yeah, that happened. But hey, that hat looks good on you. It does. It does. Ow. All right. Thank, uh, you, thank you, Stanton. He is also wearing uh, Scottathan Stanton <laughs> Jr. No kids of yours, so you're not quite a, a second yet. Yeah, right. uh, did give Brian uh, his birthday gift a little late, hence yes. the very flashy Broncos mm. hat that is currently yes. being yes. worn by the a, professor. A good old Etsy special. That's fantastic. <laughs> Five stars. Nice, nice. nice Bejeweled, mm-hmm. bedazzled, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. 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 All right. Uh, well, let's start off with a Thursday night game. Uh, the Broncos traveled to Kansas Swifty and took on the oh. Chiefs. Yeah, it's the last joke I'm going to make, too, because they're getting tiresome. Yeah. But they lost 19-8. to Russell Wilson, 95 yards, a touchdown, but two interceptions. Yep. Uh, Javante Williams paced the running back room with 52 yards rushing, but now it's like a four-headed monster in that run- running back room. Which is what they planned on doing, but... They thought they'd have some kind of passing offense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now with 95 yards, they didn't. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, 300 yards passing. Kelsey, nine catches for 124. Uh, overall, the Broncos' defense did play. Uh, that I sounds mean, like an asshole, but 19 to 8, not, not a bad, bad game yeah. played. I was going to say, I, I don't know what I would have predicted if I did give a score last week, but I wouldn't have guessed holding the Chiefs to 19 nope. at all. Um, <laughs> good, good on the Broncos for doing that for sure. That being said... I'm still not convinced that the Chiefs are the same team they were last year. They're still not well, looking great. Yeah, yeah, so kind of building off what you said, Scott, I was going to say, like, the Chiefs are still doing Chiefs things, but they don't have, like, a statement win or, like, a win this season where you're just, like, they just beat the shit out of that team. Mm-hmm. That's not true. Mm-hmm. No? They played the Bears, and they beat the <laughs> shit out of the Bears. <laughs> and he, did, and he, he did qualify that with a statement yeah. win. Uh, that was the only one. Like, they almost lost to the Jets, but, who, I mean, we'll talk about them pretty soon, but, you know. Yeah, yeah. But they, they, they beat the dog shit out of the Bills game. Like, yeah. They didn't go into Minneapolis and like kill the Vikings last week. They, no, they did not. No. But they, you know what I mean? I know, yeah. I, I agree. The, the, I know that Mahomes will spread the ball around and doesn't need a primary receiver. Kelsey is the engine for the receiving group, if you mm-hmm. will. But he needs some of these wideouts to start stepping it, up. It is, there's going to be game planning somehow to take Kelsey out of it if these wide receivers don't prove that they can actually step up and produce in those situations. Well, you know, they didn't listen to us, which is a shame. I'm sure they're they're listening right now. But uh, when we said maybe put Sauce Gardner on Kelsey, not for every single play, but if you can get a corner that's that's quick, 
They don't have to be physical. They have to be quick, and they have to make him not as available. He's yeah. got to work a little bit harder. And they don't seem to be finding someone as talented, right? And because where else are you going to put Sauce? Do you need him out there covering Sky Moore or you know what I mean? Like I think it not. also kind of depends on the team you're playing. Like if they're playing the Chargers, their defense hasn't done great this year. But Derwin James is a safety that I think matches up pretty well with Kelsey. Yeah, yeah. So then the thing becomes: Do you have a safety that can actually match up well? Right. The problem also there is those guys don't just fall off trees. Like those those are few and far between. Yeah. So we're talking one of the greatest receiving tight ends of all time, if not the greatest. There's arguments to be he's, made. He's, he's he's in the conversation. He's though. working his way towards that free and clear for yes. sure. Is that why Gronk was to come back for the Dolphins? Is that what it is? Let's yeah. try to put up some more numbers. I think he just <laughs> lives in my in Florida and is like, Well, oh, that team looks fun. I'm bored. Looks <laughs> fine. Yeah. Uh the Vikings traveled to Chicago, uh, and they beat the Bears 19-13. to The Bears' defense actually played pretty well in this, which was a theme pretty much for all the games. All the defenses, for the most part, seemed to show up at least a bit. They held Cousins to 181 and a touchdown. Uh, Madison, 44 yards rushing. Uh, Hawkinson was their leading receiver with 50 yards. Jordan Addison did have 20 yards receiving and a touchdown, but nothing crazy. Big problem here was Fields did not look good in this game and then got knocked out of the game with apparently a dislocated thumb. Mm. He's going to have more uh, an MRI apparently to look at that this week. That's not good because their backup is Tyson Badgett. And if you're saying, who? You're right. If you're not a Bears fan, you wouldn't know who that is. He is an undrafted rookie out of Shepard, which is D2. He was the D2 player of the year. However, that's a big step up in competition from D2 college. To the NFL. That's a school in middle of nowhere, West Virginia. It is, a, a guy that went to college in West Virginia would know that. Okay. <laughs> you, know, you know, it's kind of funny you talk about that, though, because I was thinking about uh, quarterback talent and how you evaluate it watching some of the college games the other day. And, you know, you got a guy like uh, um, uh, Bo Nix out in, in Oregon, right? Who's, who's what? He's, he's the same age as Herbert. Right, like yep. they started college at the same time, right? And he, so here he is, like in his sixth year of a football through injury and redshirt or whatever the hell. And he's a good quarterback. Yep, he's a good quarterback. But he's also surrounded by a really, really good team. Yep. And I think that's why you know we don't see tons of success from some of these guys coming out of Alabama. Um, Trevor Lawrence out of out of Clemson, maybe a little bit different in this, you know. Disproving my point, but something like when well, you're surrounded he's, he's by getting that, slowly better, right? When yeah. you're surrounded by that much talent, it's easy to be average. Well, and that translates into a, a Brock Purdy, right? We can see where where when you are missing pieces, some of that experience of just gritting your way through something yeah. isn't always That's there. That's the amount of time spent on the field playing. Right. It's been one of the arguments about Justin Fields this whole time is that yes, when he was at Ohio State. He had a great offensive line, and he was throwing to, oh, I don't know, Olave, uh, the um, first-round pick, uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Will, uh, uh, Garrett Wilson. Like, oh, he, Yeah, he had the best wide receiver group in the nation almost. So, yeah, like he wasn't really used to having right. to throw someone open. Right. I don't know what's going to happen in the future. All I can say is that their offensive line didn't look great today. The running backs, they were down to their – fourth string and a guy that they just signed this week. They were not great in picking up blitzes. It showed throughout the game. It was ugly. We'll see what happens moving on. All that matters for now is they have another loss under their belt. 
Uh, moving on to this morning's game, the <laughs> Ravens traveled to London to take on the Titans. Um, I do have to say a little apology to Lamar Jackson because watching on Red Zone, because I don't have we don't have fourteen TVs or so to have all these games <laughs> on at once. I didn't realize because last week I said you know this team they said they have this wide open offense throw the ball so much more and I hadn't really looked at they'd done that. Well, Lamar Jackson would have looked a lot better last week if he hadn't had seven drops from his wide receivers and tight ends that included three touchdown passes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, it was miserable last week, yeah. He actually played an amazing game but yep. got zero help. Yep. So. It's like three of them were uncontested, too, just full-on drops. Yeah. yeah. And today, they looked pretty good. Lamar Jackson, 223 yards passing, 62 yards rushing. Mark Andrews had 69 yards receiving. Their defense played really well. Held Tannehill to 76 yards passing before he left the game. Mm-hmm. Willis came in through for 74. Big difference here is Derrick Henry on only 12 carries. Got 97 yards and a touchdown. Kept the Titans in this game. Tajay Spears had a really big reception at the end of the game to get down to the, near the end zone. But they got to being like a yard out, and they didn't even put yep. Henry back in. Yep. Like, you could still win this game. You're still in it. What's going on? Like, that's not the Mike Vrabel of the last few years. Like, and I don't want to take anything away from the Ravens. This is a big win. But oh, yeah. yeah. Like, like, to put it on Tannehill's shoulders, not the best call. No, yeah. and especially it's Malik Willis at that point near the yeah. end. <laughs> Who, not a lot of experience. He took a lot of sacks right near the goal line. If you're down on the one and you've got an inexperienced quarterback, why are you not giving the ball to the biggest running back in the game? And we don't know what kind of improvements Willis made from last year to this year, right? This is the first time we've really seen him. Mm-hmm. But let's be honest. He didn't bump Tannehill from his spot. No, he did not. You know, and this is me 100% putting down Tannehill when I say that. You know, Tannehill is definitely <laughs> on a downslide right now. So so you're still QB2 behind, you know, someone with a lot of experience, but who is is starting to kind of fall apart in front of us, which, you know, unfortunate yeah. to watch. But, like, you're not, you're not the guy right now, you know? Yeah. Give it to Derrick Henry. He's the guy. Yep. Yes. His nickname is still King Henry. Uh-huh. He has not uh-huh. lost that yet, uh-huh. and he maybe he's lost a little bit of a step because he did get caught from behind today. But damn, I do not understand that choice at the end. But all the same, good on your Ravens. You can't. You went across the pond. You got the win. You're coming back. Interesting here though, because these teams can choose whether or not they get a bye week mm-hmm. after they yeah, travel. I didn't know that this. this morning. Yeah. I didn't know that till this morning either. The Titans they chose to take a bye week after this. The Ravens did not. They'll be coming back and playing a game next oh, week. Interesting. So interesting. We'll see how that works all out right. for them. All right. Uh, Washington traveled to Atlanta to take on the I have yet to lose at home ever Desmond Ritter and the Falcons. Eh, he lost today. Yeah. Didn't <laughs> didn't someone predict that this was going to be the week that Desmond Ridden, Ritter first lost? That would be me. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was me. Did you too? I'm pretty sure I'm the one who said it. You no, I picked Washington too. You might have picked them, but I'm the one who said, I'm calling that. Ha! <laughs> well, if I pick Washington to win, I automatically means that I'm... It doesn't matter. That's true. (laughs) What doesn't matter, Sam Howell went in. He only had 151 yards passing, but he had three touchdown passes. Uh, Brian Robinson for them, 31 yards rushing, but two catches, 25 yards, and a touchdown. Terry McLaurin paced the receiving room, which a lot of guys got balls thrown their way. Uh, Six catches for 81 yards. Wait, anyone else on the Falcons get a touchdown of importance? Uh, I do believe their tight end. Finally, Kyle Pitts finally got one. <laughs> hey, you finally failed in high yeah. side of Also, Drake London, nine catches for 125 yards. Ritter didn't have a... Statistically, it looks good. He threw some very bad interceptions, especially in his own and into the own red, their red zone, trying to get a score through a bad interception. He finished with 300 yards passing, two touchdowns, three interceptions. 
London did have nine for under twenty-five. The biggest thing to me here is you've got Bijan Robinson and, Ty and Tyler Algier getting equal amount of carries. Like I get Algier broke your rookie rushing record last year for this team, but you spent the eighth overall pick yeah, on Bijan Robinson. Another running back, like yeah, like <laughs> why are you not giving him the ball more? He can do everything on the field. It seems a little weird to me. Was that going to win him the game? I, I don't know. Don't know. I, 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 but like you know that they they fell behind on the Commanders, mm -hmm. um, and and while I've said it before, and I was like, use your weapons no matter what to get yourself back in, right? Use you know it's always like oh we're down we have to throw the ball more, and I was like how about you just try to get four first downs? Yeah, do what your team does best, you know. Yeah. Um, so as I I've said that before, and I'm going to speak out of the other side of my mouth when I say like you know. They were trying to play catch-up, and the Commanders were doing a pretty good job on defense. The Commanders' front line is very good. Yeah. There might be some weaknesses in the linebacker and the secondary, but their their front four can yeah. get pressure without well, having to blitz I mean, how two weeks in a row fucking showed up. Yep. Not mm -hmm. bad at all. Yep. You know? yep. Yep. So I, I think it's more of a win by the Commies here than a loss by the Falcons. Yeah. But, you know, uh, kind of crazy that it took Desmond Ritter this long to finally lose a home game in his career. Yeah. Pretty, all goes all the way back to high school. I know, like that's a, that's pretty fucking amazing. It really is. Uh, the Seahawks traveled to Cincinnati, where I thought the defenses were going to get uh, shellacked. It was the inverse, to say the least. Uh, Seahawks thirteen, Bengals seventeen. Started off looking like it was going to be crazy. Burrow had 180, 185 mm -hmm. yards passing. It seems like pretty early on with two touchdowns, and then pretty much that offense stopped. Oh, the, yeah, the the Hawks took the ball down right away. Boom. Yep. They you know drew first blood. Walker went right into the end zone. Yeah, uh, like he couldn't couldn't be stopped. Nope. And then and then I was like, oh, all right. Joe Burrow looked like he was back, doing great things, hitting Jamar Chase. Okay, this is going to be a fun game. And done. and key the defense. Yep. And uh, scene. Yeah, uh, Geno Smith did end with 323 yards passing, but he had two interceptions, no touchdowns. Lockett was the leading receiver with six catches for 94. DK Metcalf did leave the game for a while with an injury, but came back to play. Uh, Joe Mixon, the Bengals can't run the ball. Like, it is a serious issue for them right now. He was their leading rusher with 38 yards, but they did have Jamar Chase with 6 for 80. The next leading receiver, though, was Boyd with 38 yards, but he did add a touchdown. Mm -hmm. The bottom line here is these are two teams that I, that I do believe will be in the playoffs at the end of the year. The Bengals got a win, which they still desperately needed with their record and the losses that happened earlier in the season. So it's good for them to get back into the, the playoff hunt in their division because – I, I realize the Steelers are in the lead there, but their offense is so bad. It's If their defense doesn't show up and truly produce for them, they are not going to be able to win a game. So I, I think for the Bengals, this is a nice step forward. Their defense played a lot better, but their offense still has some kinks that they need to get worked out. Ooh, what kind of kinks? Uh, the kind where you can't run the ball and you're not throwing the ball very well either. Oh. oh. Kind of boring kinks, if you will. <laughs> All right. Uh, the Colts travel to Jacksonville. Not not a uh, hang yourself from a from a closet with a. No, the, the, their kink is let's do missionary with the lights on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Colts travel to Jacksonville, lost thirty-seven to twenty. Although Gardner Minshew, he threw three interceptions, and that's kind of the story of this game. He did have three hundred twenty-nine yards passing and a touchdown. Uh, they didn't run the ball very well either. Zach Moss was their leading rusher for with twenty-one yards, but they were down big. Real fast in this game, and they didn't really get to run the ball much. Well, there you go. Here's the other side of my mouth. Zach Moss, who's playing like an absolute monster. Uh, Jonathan Taylor <clears throat> came back initially looking better than he did last game. It looked like he got that half step back. Mm -hmm. 
And and so you have both of them, and you use them for nothing. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. Exactly. With Gardner Minshew instead of Richardson, you know, use your running backs, guys. Yep. You're not that good of a, of, of a quarterback. Yep. Uh, Trevor Lawrence had 181 and two touchdowns and an interception. Travis Etienne, 55 yards rushing and two touchdowns. Uh, Lawrence had a knee injury at the end of the game. I haven't heard anything oh, yet about if it's serious or not. We'll find that out as we go. Uh, in the game of the, oh, my God, they're winning. Oh, no, they're not. The <laughs> Panthers went to Miami. Uh, and this was really the only game today where the one of the teams just blew the other one out. The Dolphins were down 14 to nothing to start this game. Bryce Young looked great. Adam Thielen was cooking. And then Tua said, no, sir. And then Moster and uh, Tyreek oh. got right on board with him. No, it, was, it was Moster and Waddle. And then Tyreek was like, hey, guys, why don't you throw to me a little bit, please? Yeah. Because Waddle had two touchdowns, but Tyreek, six catches, 163 yards and a touchdown. Mostert, I believe, 18 carries for 115 yards and two touchdowns. Tua, 262 and three touchdowns. I don't even really know what to say. Like The only team that slowed them down at all, it feels like, is the Bills so far. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're, they're definitely the most uh, dominant offense right now. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of... San Francisco, and I think that's only because they choose not to play that kind of fast and loose offense. Yes, because McDaniel came from 49ers. Like yeah, that, yeah. That's the base, same base right. offense that they're right, running. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, this also felt like, you know, okay, we're down 14, now we're going to go back and, and boat race them. Um, no, I think just because I think every player on the Dolphins played the first quarter with one eye closed, <laughs> just, just to make it fair. Just see what happened. Yeah, you know. <laughs> and also, when the Bills brought them back to reality, they still put up twenty points on the Bills, so it wasn't like yeah, yeah, they yeah. didn't show up at all. You yeah, know what I mean? so yeah, it's a fair point. Oh, we'll find it. What last last game of the season for the Bills? I think right, Bills Miami again. Like last or second to last, it'll be a uh, good that, one. That's a that's a really good yeah. time for the Bills to play them because it'll, it'll, it won't be 195 yeah. degrees yeah. on the field in Miami. <laughs> it'll be in Miami, so yeah. Okay, the 49ers traveled to Cleveland Ooh. and got their first loss. Browns win 19 to 17. By the end of the game, this was the San Francisco 29ers again. They lost Trent Williams. They Every lost Debo Samuel in this Every game. They year. lost McCaffrey in this game. George Kittle did. Nothing. I realized I needed him to block more because the front four for Cleveland is legit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't want to focus so much on what happened with the 49ers. I, I kind of like to, I mean, the thing is, the, it's not like the Browns did a lot on offense. B.J. Walker had 192 yards passing, but two interceptions. Jerome Ford had 84 yards rushing, but like 40 of those came on the last <laughs> drive. Uh, Amari Cooper did have a good game, four catches for 108 yards. McCaffrey had only had 43 yards rushing. He had three catches for nine yards. Got a touchdown, so he's now tied with the Juice mm-hmm. and, uh, and and John Riggins for the most consecutive games with a touchdown. Um, but the Browns, man, like the, yeah, the story was definitely the Browns pressure um, and you know the all too early take on Brock Purdy. He's been a, he's been the nonstop discussion point yeah. of is he good or is he is he lucky to have targets. Um, and in this case, uh, without some of his targets and without some of those schemes that were damn near unbeatable, yeah, you know, worst start of his career, yeah. and and he first he interception looked, this season, and he looked yeah, absolutely yeah. shook yep. out there. Yep. Um, hopefully that that 
because uh, there was there's plenty of times that you saw this this year that we saw good smart play from him. Uh, really like beautiful passes, yeah. smart passes. Uh, oh, that Browns D, their their scheming is so clever. This was yeah, he, he Jim, so Schwartz, yeah. Jim Schwartz. Jim uh, Schwartz. Kyle Shanahan is one and nine versus defenses <laughs> coached by Jim Schwartz. So what? Ever he does now. Granted, it could just be the players he has available to him mm-hmm. on those defense too. Like Miles Garrett, oh, those guys totally are out. so <laughs> good. It helps to have really good players. Sometimes, though, your defensive scheme just really matches up well yeah. against mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. some style of offenses want to do. Schwartz understands that Shanahan style of offense and apparently has a scheme that. Yep. Yep. Take can, up. Take up the, the top job. players. Yeah. 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 Take them out. Take them out. Just get them Make out sure here. those all those all pros aren't on the field. That's right. It's the best way to win. <laughs> but but to, but not a bounty gate. This was a. Uh, yeah. It was good. It was really good to see Brock Purdy, and I think for him to really get pressured like this, because now, you know, you can't just survive on confidence anymore. Now you realize you've got other things to work on. You know, he definitely did look like better than he was last year. Apparently, his weight room. Uh, regiment has been pretty insane. Not that he's at Jalen Hurts levels of of lower body workouts, but I guess he's been but putting he, but a lot of effort into that. That's not his style of play. Um, right. But um, well, he looked like a Lego man with He Man legs, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, he was he was he was shook. He he didn't even have eighty five yards in the air. I, he had one hundred twenty five yards. But oh, I thought he was. No, nope. oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Um, um, uh, up until up until the last two minutes. He yep. was 85, until yep. the last drive, he was 85, 84 yards in the air. And then the last push before they missed the field goal. I was going to say, I want to do point yeah. out that given <laughs> all of that, and as bad with the elements and that the constant pressure in his face, he did get the team down the field and yeah. in position yeah. to kick a winning field goal. Moody barely shanked it to the right. <laughs> it wasn't it really wasn't that bad of a yeah. miss. He did what he needed to to yeah, get the team yeah. in a winning position. Missed field goal. Uh, I'm not blaming Moody. You can't blame the whole game on mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. one kick. No. As much as you might want to as a 49ers fan. Oh, they will, but you can't. You like, can't. It's not his fault. They needed that to win the game. Exactly. You know? <laughs> like, should he have made it? Yes. It wasn't like he was right. trying to kick yep. a 65-yarder. It was it about a 40-yarder. slipped or anything. No, and it looked like all the mechanics. Issue, but, but the yeah, wind right. was bad. The, the rain was yep. bad. Yep. So yep. those things are going to happen. Uh, the Saints traveled to Houston to take on what I am going to call the most surprising team of the year so far. Uh, they did win 13-20. to C.J. Stroud threw his first interception, but he also threw for 199 yards and two touchdowns. Devin Singletary was their leading rusher with 58 yards. I want to interrupt real quick. He okay. threw his first interception. Unlike the first drive. And then turned around and got two touchdowns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is what you want your mentality as a QB right? to be. Right? Yep. Yep. So, yes. Yeah. Like, oh, move on. Yeah. Move on. Yeah. Right. So, uh, hell yeah. But, but David Carr, 353 yards passing. David? Only, oh, David. <laughs> damn. Yes. Yes. Every time. 353 yards <laughs> passing, well one touchdown, <laughs> one interception. Kamara was 68 yards rushing, also had seven catches for 36 yards. Chris Olave was the leading receiver with seven catches for 96 yards. Uh, Nico Collins paced the Texans with four for 80. Listen, the Texans' defense showed up. It played really hard. Yeah, they gave up some passing yards, but some of that's garbage time, too. Trying to make a push to make the comeback to win the game. They made the plays when they had to. I'm really impressed by that team so far this year. I think they're going to be a problem for, uh, if you don't pay attention, they're going to be a problem for you. Mm-hmm. You know? Especially in that division. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah. the Colts, uh, Richardson is now, uh, the reports now is he's considering season ending surgery. Yeah. Oh, no. Yep. 
the Jags, they look like they should be at the top of this, yeah. but you yep. just never know. Yeah, they I mean, are, but that could just fall out after a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yep. So it, it, it is a division that they could win. Uh, tell you who's not winning their division. That's the Patriots. They went to Las Vegas, lost to the Raiders 21-17. to Mac Jones did finally have over 100 yards passing again. He had 200 <laughs> with one interception. Ramondre Stevenson, sadly, had one of the best games of the season that he's had so far with 46 yards and a touchdown. Um, but they lost to uh, the Brady backups. Garoppolo and Hoyer each had over 100 yards passing today. Yeah. Garoppolo with one touchdown. Uh, Josh Jacobs, 77 yards rushing. Jacoby Myers, five catches, 61 yards, and a touchdown. And their uh, rookie tight end, Mayer, five catches for 75. It seems weird to say that a Bill Belichick team is one in five. Mm-hmm. Like that, seems, that sounds like a stat yeah. that shouldn't exist. Well, and I thought there was no way, after getting humiliated by the Saints last week, that that was going to happen. Right? Apparently not, you know? like. Yeah, in the last three weeks, they've scored 20 points. Yeah. Total. I, I don't know. There doesn't seem to be any fix for it either. Their offensive line can't block. Yeah. Their wide receivers can't get open. Hunter Henry is the best receiving option they seem to have. Ramondre Stevenson and Zeke can't run the ball because their offensive line's blocking apparently is so bad. And I realize that the Raiders are playing a little tougher than most people expected them to, but damn. Yep. You know what? I Last week I did say that I expect the Raiders to beat them up. Mm-hmm. And I'll I'll give myself credit on that one because that's exactly what they did. And you wouldn't expect that they could win against a Bill Belichick team by just being tough. Yeah. That's not yeah. the way you beat Bill Belichick. Apparently it is this year. Yeah, they're just grinding him out. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, this is... I would have to go back and look at what his record as a coach was different years in Cleveland, but this feels like the worst year he's ever had. Yeah. Or at, mean, least, at least started it had to be the worst, but it might not have been this bad. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it was. I really don't. Uh, the Lions traveled to Tampa Bay... Uh, the Bucks, for some reason, decided to break out the old creamsicle-colored uniforms because when you hot. need a win, when you need a win, just throw on that uniform for when you were the worst team in the league. That'll do it. I'm sorry. I thought I thought they're good looking. You apologize so. to Vinny Testaverde right now. <laughs> <laughs> I will not. I will not. Uh, I'm with you. I think they look sweet. Yeah, I thought they're nice. They look like you ate a bunch of Flintstone push-up pops and then drank a bunch and threw it up. That's exactly what it looks like. <laughs> it's the exact color when you mix in the, those emergency effervescent tablets filled with yeah, vitamin yeah, C, yeah, yeah. you know, and it's like, <laughs> yeah. The Lions did win 20-6. to six. Goff had 353 yards passing and two touchdowns. Amon Ross St. Brown, 12 oh, catches, 124 God. yards and a touchdown. No running, really, from the Lions in this. Reynolds was oh. the leading rusher with 15 oh, yards. Oh, it's going to be one of those games. He fucking grabbed both the guy's ankles. That's no pass interference flag. Yeah. <laughs> David Montgomery was unfortunately knocked out of this game, uh, which definitely hurt the Lions' rushing game. <laughs> Baker Mayfield, though, 206 yards passing, one touchdown. Not a whole lot else going for the Bucks. They lost 20-6 to six in this game. Um, no. The Bucks have a okay. lot that they're yeah, doing right. <laughs> but today the Lions just showed again. They're, they're one of the top teams. I would say teams. a lot they're doing right. The, the Bucks? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think they have a lot that they're doing right. Compared to what we were expecting them to be. That that's, might be a better way to put it. That's They're true. exceeding yeah. expectations. Yeah. They've been pretty consistent with their play. Um, but if we didn't all pick the Lions, I'd be surprised. Because the Lions have been complete. They're playing like a solid unit week after week. Yes. So. I thought they might equal one out. 
Did you did you pick? And I love the Lions. Okay, I yeah, picked Denver. Right. Yeah, well, that was to be that was to be fun and, and you know yeah and yeah. It's no fun if we're all yeah, the same yeah, picks yeah. across oh, yeah, the board. Right. Of course, you know? yeah. Uh, the Cardinals traveled to L.A. to take on the Rams. Uh, they still played very hard, but they just did not have enough to win this game. Dobbs with 235 yards passing, one interception, another 47 yards rushing. Michael Wilson led them with receiving with three for 62. Uh, for the Rams, Stafford only 226 yards passing, but 148 of it went to Cup, so <laughs> that connection is still there. Uh, bigger story there is that Kyron Williams continues to be a really great running back for them. 158 yards rushing and another touchdown yep. today. 26-9, the Rams win this. Like Aaron Donald had good pass rush today. Dobbs couldn't do much to get away from it. The Cardinals still played very hard in this game. But... There was yeah. just a little too much that the Rams had available yeah. for to this game for, to go against. Them. Like the Rams today looked like the team that they were fully capable of being. Yeah, and I almost. The, I the, thought the passing game bogged down a bit in the second half for them, but the rushing game built yeah, them right yeah. out. The you know the cards we've been impressed by their play also. Um, they're definitely way better than I expected them to be. Uh, where the Rams they they can kind of waffle and they 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 played more to their abilities for sure. The Rams do seem to play to the level of their com- competition. Yeah. Well, it was almost like a perfect split between, like, first half was, like, all passing attack and second half was all rushing attack. Oh, it was like, I mean, it makes sense when you're up, but, uh-huh. like, maybe they're just playing around with things. Maybe. Maybe it's going to work best against yeah. which yeah. different kinds of yeah. defense. It was Puka Nakua's quietest game of the season so yeah. far. Only three catches for 30 yards, but, but I mean, well, Cup yeah. blew up. Yeah. So what and are you Cup needed do? a good game. So right. like, get him to this really is, go back in there. This is the and, dilemma yeah. that Miami has, yeah. you know. Yep. Oh, we can hit Waddle over here, and then, you know, the number one receiver is just going to be quiet. And then, oh, we can yeah. swap anytime we want. So. And as long as the coaching staff can keep everybody fucking on board with that, like, hey, it's okay if you're okay, a superstar. It's like, you know. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and in the next, uh, between the 49ers and Browns and then the next game, I don't know which one's the biggest surprise. Uh, but the Eagles traveled to New Jersey, Oof. took on the Jets, Oof, and had eight. their first loss of the season, 14-20. to um, Hurts threw for 281 yards, touchdown, three interceptions. Uh, also ran for 47 yards and a touchdown. A.J. Brown was leading receiver for 7-131. For the Jets, Zach Wilson, 186 yards passing, but Brees Hall, 39 yards rushing and a touchdown. Garrett Wilson had 8 and for 90. And also surprising for the Jets, they were without a lot of their defensive starters. Sauce Gardner wasn't in this. Yeah, I thought Didn't that was like end of game right there. Mm-hmm. That what defensive the front for the Jets showed up against a really good Eagles team. Now, Lane Johnson got hurt during the game. I did not see if he came back or not. Uh, and that's a big loss uh, for them to have. For me, this was kind of a microcosm so far of the Eagles season in that they put up these big numbers, but they're not consistent throughout the game like yeah. they were last year. Yeah. Also, um, they play Miami next weekend. So Awesome. That could go one of two ways. Yeah. Oh, do they really fall apart could or come like? Out of the loss, that's, that's not going to be a cakewalk. Mm-hmm. All right, let me let me give uh, JD's reading. Um, as this is this is verbatim, I'm going to read. JD, oh, I sent an so. essay. That's a paragraph. Just for y'all, lazy. just just so y'all know that are listening to the podcast and uh, and after Sunday, uh, the, we interact with people on uh, YouTube while we're doing this live. So if you are interested, come in, jump right. in on the chat. We'd love to discuss the yes. games with you. And so, you know, J.D., one of our super fans, uh, is also a huge uh, Eagles fan. So verbatim, he says, um, you know, I expected us to turn over the ball as much as we did. You know, Lane Johnson was hurt, but he's really not that good. So not really a big deal. Um, Jalen Hurts is clearly <laughs> overrated. We saw it today. Um, however, 
you know, I, I expected the loss because we've been barely winning as much as it is, so I expected to continue the losing season. Thanks for your honesty, JD. That's really, really <laughs> that nice. That was word for word. That's yeah. really something coming yeah. from an Eagles fan. That's, really too. Like, that's calling out your yeah. faults. I, hey, you know, I mean, just it's, owning it like that. Owning that's, it like that's that. Impressive. It's yeah. really nice, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, I remember you did say last week, like, now they need a good loss to, like, shake their heads back out of that. Yep. <laughs> There's something to be said for that. Uh, a lot of the teams that have, in, at least in our lifetime, that have been going for the perfect mm. season, yep. the one loss can sometimes be the thing that just gets them yep. on the straight and narrow to yep. win the championship. Yep. Um, the one team that came the closest was to being perfect was the Patriots, and it finally folded for them. At the, the worst possible time. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the, the one weakness, if you were going to call it that, that Tom Brady ever had was if you can get a good pass rush right up the middle of the line. And that Giants defensive line in that Super Bowl, yep. and yep. in the next Super Bowl when they played him, was fully capable of doing that without having to bring linebackers. So, it is what it is. All right, J.D., so play a good game. That means they're going to win? What's your pick real quick? <laughs> yeah, J.D. is now saying that they will have a really good game versus Miami. So, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Uh, but that's today's games. Uh, we're going to go into a few little things that we like to discuss. Scotty, do you have your... I do. Uh, All right. Our first thing is... While we are an NFL show, not all things need to be about the NFL. Sometimes it needs to be the NFL. NFL, where we talk about things that are not NFL I'll related. Take a cool glass of that. Take too. a cool glass of that. Yeah. The glass is way over here, man. For those of you who don't know, we enjoy drinking beer, smoking cigars, and drinking some whiskey. I am currently drinking a uh, slush sour by Prairie Artisan out of Oklahoma. If you have never heard of this particular beer, if you have it available to you, I would suggest trying almost anything they make. Yeah, I've only had one or two that uh, didn't quite hit the mark. All the rest have been fantastic, and that's talking about. A, I think I've had about fifteen different varieties of beer by yep. these guys. So, and uh, I'm having a little uh, New Riff, New Riff uh, bourbon. New Riff, not a sponsor, but you could be. So for uh, week six on FL, um, I don't want to spend too much time on the epic collapse of USC against uh, Notre Dame this past weekend. Caleb Williams, the heir apparent to the best quarterback of all time crown with three interceptions. Well, it's cool because if he doesn't like the team that's going to draft him, he'll just go back to college where he'll make more money, he says. Um, To to quick step out of football overall for a second, I should have done this first. Uh, I don't know if you guys are aware that Logan Paul... Had a boxing match with Dylan Davis. I don't give a shit about now, that. If yeah. you're, now, if you're so, if you're wondering between the Paul brothers, Logan Paul is the one that has had not even like any real professional boxing. They've all been exhibition. Sorry, very quick. He's the active There's WWE. Two Pauls? There's two yeah. Pauls. Yeah. Logan and Jake. Okay. So, um, so he's the Logan Paul is the WWE guy right now. That's that's he's involved in that in that business. Um, Dylan Davis is an MMA guy and actually a jiu-jitsu expert, so an <laughs> exhibition boxing match is really a good way to show your skills. Um, but it was boxing. It was boxing, okay. yes. Um, he would and, not take this man on an MMA. And surprisingly, through through five rounds, he was teeing up the jiu-jitsu guy, as you should, right? Yeah. Uh, and then in the sixth round, jiu-jitsu guy Dylan Davis, if you don't know his name, again, that speaks to, like, why are we watching this in the first place? Dylan Davis was trying to grapple him a little bit which he had done already once before, so he got he got disqualified because of it, and then a brawl started, and now the only reason that it's on TV is because it's a brawl, because you've got a shitty WWE wrestler boxing a jiu-jitsu MMA fighter. This is, this is uh, 
2023 television, everyone. Uh, but all right. So, but to get back to uh, some college football, uh, I do want to talk about briefly how shitty it is that the Memphis player uh, Andreas Fox uh, decided to get disqualified by nut tapping a player. Dirty. Like in a friendly way? Oh no! Oh, okay, no! Okay. No! No! Opposing player. There will never be a friendly nut tap. Oh, in what a kind of friends game. do you have? Yeah. Oh, we used to always do that. Yeah. No. Nut tap no, this thing, was yeah. A, yeah, dropped to the ground, and even if he sold oh, it, he dropped to the tap. ground, rolled oh. around. Yeah. Uh, what I really want to focus on this week is the story of kickers in college football. <laughs> okay. I know what you're talking okay. about. Okay. So, right. so Kent State decided <laughs> to start the game off against Eastern Michigan by doing an onside kick. It went really badly. Eastern Michigan picked it up and ran it back in for a touchdown. That's how it can go very badly. And immediately doing that. proceeded to just dominate Kent State. <laughs> um, the Purdue and OSU game. Um, the Purdue kicker missed three field goals in the forty-yard range. Yep, it's too bad. I believe. Was there someone that may have kicked a 40-yard field goal? There was someone who kicked a 40-yard field goal. I believe. It was a student during halftime that kicked a 40-yard field goal to win a car. I have a funny story about that real fast, because that happened at Texas Tech once. Oof. And I only know this because I attended Texas Tech and I lived there then. Uh, Afterwards, Mike Leach said, that guy can really kick pretty well. He should come try out for the team. He ended up being our kicker for a season. He got a scholarship and everything. There you go. what I really want to talk about is uh, how I want to finish up is a is a young man named uh, freshman out of UTEP. Texas El Paso, for those of you that don't know, right? In a game against FIU, Florida International University. Yeah. We, we have all acronyms in this game for sure. Absolutely. So, UTEP versus PU. Young 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 gentleman <laughs> named Buzz Flabiano. That is a real name in real sports. Yep. Um, I'm hoping the Buzz part's a nickname. Uh, it, it's possible. He uh, he made his field goal, um, but as he landed, uh, defensive player was kind of on his foot a little bit, and he tripped and stumbled, and maybe was going to fall and try to sell it, right? But he didn't. Instead, he stopped, and he looked down, and he, and he uh, did a couple intimidation moves to that uh, defensive player. <laughs> And got an unsportsmanlike conduct for 15 yards. The kickers were killing it this weekend. Yep. Damn. Wow. The best of the unf. Even the announcers of that game were like, I think that was unsportsmanlike conduct on the kicker. Like, they were baffled. Yeah. Buzz Flaviano. <laughs> and now every player is just amped up for the chance that they have to just tee him up. I, you just, oh, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't wait in another another you know uh, three years you know come on down to Flabianos we've got the best cannolis here in in southeast Florida you know like ah damn it no it'll be a fucking mattress store <laughs> that's great all right don't be intimidated by our prices <laughs> we also have what we like to call just the worst now I could bring up. The, just the worst could be mine and Brian's picks from last week where he got five games correct and I got six. So that was just the most amazing wow. round of picks yeah. that we've ever wow. made. Um, but I'm going to call it the five and oh, shit. <laughs> Two teams came into this week undefeated, the Eagles and the 49ers. Now, I'm not saying that the teams that they were playing against were are also Rams or pushovers. 
The Browns have a great defense. The Jets mm-hmm. have a lot of good players on there. But you look at those two teams on paper going into those situations. The game should have been maybe close. Should not have been losses. Um, I think that even professional players have a uh, a bit of a we can beat this team and get a little bit of overlooking them to look at who they're playing next, which for the Eagles may have been <laughs> looking at that Miami game next week. Yeah, it might have been. Because this is a Jets team that didn't even have Sauce Gardner playing today to help out on that defensive end for A.J. A. Brown and the rest of the receiving options. So um, I'm going to say, look, you these undefeated teams, just the worst for completely overlooking the teams that they were going into play. I like it. I like it. I also want to add one other thing, and it's kind of a sad one. I am sick and tired of having to watch the San Francisco 29ers. Yeah. Like, They're a lot of fun to watch when everyone's years. healthy, and I realize watching them kick the shit out of people might get boring to some. I'm not a 49ers fan. I just like watching really good football. And it's just amazing. Ever since we started this doing this show, mm-hmm. you get to watch them totally healthy for like three weeks, and then at least half their stars are down. Yep. 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 Now, uh, McCaffrey with his oblique injury, hopefully it's... It's a uh, uh, you know minor, and he's back. Especially because uh, would really like to be sitting here watching him break that record. Taking OJ's name out of the records books can only be a good thing. I would say so. Um, I, mean, I mean, I want I want McCaffrey to have at least a stab at it. You know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And just watching him slice up the defense is really really nice. It's a cu- <laughs> it cuts deep when it happens. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yes. <laughs> Should we keep going, Eric? Should we keep going? <laughs> the great Scott Hunter is a big Bills fan, and I don't know if he appreciates all these If jokes. I had a Nick Cole for every time I saw McCaffrey get a touchdown. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh. oh this is a, you can't see it. Look on his face. <laughs> <laughs> He's off camera, which is too bad, I, I have to say. Yes. Maybe we should get a producer's cam for just these moments. <laughs> you got me in the end hole, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so well, that, where the fuck were we? <laughs> uh, that was my just the worst. Do y'all have anything you want to add for? I didn't until uh, Scott started talking uh, about the fucking Paul brothers. So that's my just the worst. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't followed it super closely, but Deshaun Watson like being hurt and not hurt and gonna play and then not playing and he wants to make sure he's perfectly healthy to come back to complete about fifty percent of his passes and be a complete problem for that team given the amount of money they're paying yeah. him guaranteed. Yeah, yeah, waste Amari Cooper's talent and uh yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think so. Yep. yep. And I, I mean they showed today like, well, maybe we don't really need you, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. You know I that is not a style of winning that can work forever with a, your quarterback barely getting 200 <laughs> yards and throwing two interceptions, but when you have that t- a defense that plays that tough, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're you're going to be in games and I do not want Deshaun Watson to be good again because I I realize, never proven guilty in a court of law, but holy crap, is there a lot of smoke where there's probably a fire there. Damn. There's a lot of smoke. Lots, Lots of, of smoke. it. Okay, so, that, I'm sorry, Eric, any yeah. uh, any just the worst for you before we get into it? Well, no, my Deshaun was my just the worst. Right, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. All right, we are now going to go your, into your our next. Yes. Squeak streaks. Yeah, so, I was waiting for this to happen. I actually, I was right, surprised. Real fast, what was last week's squeak streak? Ah. Uh, Patriots scored more points than I thought they would. Damn it. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You said they were going to stay under three. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I was waiting for this to happen. I was surprised it took until week six, but Stroud threw his first pick. Put me down for he's going to throw one next week versus the uh, Panthers. 
Oh, against the Panthers. Yep. Wow. Hot take. Hot take. I, it's not like a me going to back with the Panthers defense. I mm-hmm. just think he'll probably get out there, get a little reckless, and yeah. I think it's pretty easy to get reckless against the Panthers because let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. <laughs> That's the time to experiment. Right. Yeah. I no, probably, it's I gonna be one of those. Squeeze it into that double coverage. It's gonna be one of those yeah. shitty picks where the guy's wide open and he like has his hands on it, and as he falls, it falls into the defender's arms. <laughs> or something dumb like it's tipped at the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Oh, right that, that, that one I would still say is on the QB. Yeah. Like, when it's clear the receiver just dropped it into the hands of the defender, that, that's like, oh, that shouldn't really be an INT. I know? gotta tell you, between the Panthers, the Bears, the Giants, and the Patriots, those are four teams that are trying really effing hard to get the first pick. Now, granted, the Panthers don't get the first pick because their draft pick goes to the Bears, but... Well, why'd you leave the Broncos off that list? I fucking <laughs> forgot that they were that bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> and they're trading away other players already. This is but they have their first-round draft pick this year. No, they have a first-round oh, draft pick. Oh, it's not pick. theirs? It's not theirs, yeah. Oh, ouch. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wow. That sucks. You'll get better. <laughs> oh, I should have an Asher's hat in here so I can switch it off. <laughs> but I'm feeling bad, you know. Why? is that? A, what sport is that? You son of a bitch. Go Astros. Cricket. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah. wait. Let, let me check the score. American Cricket. I always forget yeah, about American it. American Cricket. Yeah. All right. So Dicks. those are... <laughs> that is our recap of this week and our fun little side bits. We now need to get into our way too early picks for next week because we... Whole ass nothing here. We half ass everything. So we don't even wait for all the games over before we make our picks. So, is everyone ready? Yeah. We start off Thursday night. Jacksonville travels to New Orleans. Take on the reeling Saints at this point. Still not sure exactly what their offensive identity is. Trevor Lawrence, I haven't heard anything yet, so I'm assuming he's going to be okay. <coughs> Jacksonville's run defense is legit. I think once you make a team one-dimensional, it's far easier to beat them. Trevor Lawrence playing, Travis Etienne playing the way he is. If Zay Jones comes back healthy in this, I truly, yeah, I don't see Jacksonville losing this game. I'm, I'm with you. They, you know, they're they seem to be clicking lately. Um, you know, riding high from a, a good trip across the pond, two wins there. Yeah. You know, come back here when they should have been jet lagged to all hell, pull out a nice win this week. So I'm yeah, I'm going with Jags. Yeah, me too. Same? All right. All four of us picking the Jaguars. All right. By the way, that was t- today was the last of the London games for this season. Here we go. Germany. Germany week in after two next. weeks, I think. Two weeks. Yep. Which should be like, I still want to say, as I said, uh, I think it was last week, and I realize most of these fans that are showing up are not rooting for, truly rooting for either of the teams because they're probably rooting for, they well, have their favorite team. Maybe but they're Jacksonville. Show- they play their so They play there a lot. Yeah. That's true. Uh, but the Germany game, especially, like, I I don't know if anyone's going to be rooting for a team specifically in this when they go to Germany. But There'll probably be a bunch of Frankfurt Galaxy jerseys. Right? <laughs> but these fans in London, too, they get, they're so loud. Like, yep. it's so much fun to listen to the crowd having mm-hmm. so much fun at these games. It mm-hmm. makes me a little sad yeah. about the fact that our... Stadiums, and I realize that they they're suck. completely full of rooting for one side of the team for yeah, the most right. part. But yeah. still, like when I was reading, like for the most part, and it's not true in every stadium, but like <laughs> soccer stadiums, almost universally have price point options, where if you can only afford the cheapest seats, those are always still available. They don't oh. get bought up by scalpers and robots and shit like that. 
Whereas at the NFL, even the cheap seats are out of the reach of the common person. Uh, it's so goddamn expensive. So of uh, course the fans suck. Which is why Evan Hill's a piece of shit still. <coughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, if you were a Jags season ticket holder, wouldn't you be a little upset that, like, you know one home game a year is going to be in London and, like, you're losing out on that game? Well, well, I don't know. I'm if sure there's some kind of thing. If you're for a season it, but... ticket holder, you have a little bit of decent income. You might be able to afford to go to that game. Well, but even still, to your point, uh, hopefully it's prorated into a way that you know you're paying less than you would, you know, because it's it, you're you're short one game. So. That's my assumption, but it is yeah. the NFL, and they yeah, are true. some cheap yeah. bastards in the in yeah. the end. Yep. Okay. Ooh. Las Vegas travels to Chicago. Uh, as I said earlier, Justin Fields dislocated a thumb on his throwing hand. They're going to do an MRI this week. Um, I do not see a way that my, my favorite team pulls out a win here. They are reeling. Uh, that that Washington one was very good, but today was ugly in many, many ways. Um, I'm taking the Raiders to win. I got the Raiders also, Matt. Um, I think that they're, they're just too tough. They're too gritty. Um, if if uh, Justin Fields can be back and not questioning himself, like it looked like he was doing today, mm-hmm. um, if he if he was playing like he did the previous two games, where you know with confidence um, in rhythm, it, absolutely. Uh, but if the Raiders are in there, I mean, you got you got Crosby coming at you, mm-hmm. and you're already questioning your thumb. But you know what I mean. Ooh. Or if uh, D two homeboy is out there. The first time he sees Crosby running at him, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Could be yeah. a big problem. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I hate picking another AFC West team, but I don't see the Bears taking the Raiders. Yeah. yeah. And just, I still just match Crosby, go back for him, Raiders. <laughs> okay, Cleveland travels to Indianapolis. It sucks because Cleveland's coming off such a big win against a team that no one really gave them a chance against to now go into a game where they're they're going to be favored. Oh, well, it depends. It, 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 Richardson, if it's a healthy Colts, yeah. Well, but that's like Richardson, like, even if he doesn't get the uh, the surgery. Well, he's, he's out for the next three weeks, after right, this, even right. if he doesn't. So. Yeah. How did you guys like their white uniforms? They're all right. Okay. Not as bad as Tennessee. That's fair. Um... <laughs> But the Cleveland defense, um, they're great at stopping the run. I don't know. Between Jonathan Taylor and Zach Moss, you don't even know who's going to be the leading rusher right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's about 36 million reasons it should be uh, Jonathan Taylor for sure. Um, i got to pick Cleveland to win this one. I- I'm doing the same thing um, only because <sighs> Pittman is-, is a good receiver. Um, he had good numbers today. Josh Downs is a good receiver. He's been yep. producing well yep. for him too. Yep, Uh but if the Browns can slow down Moss and Taylor, um, that just slows down the game completely, and it gives them the control of it. Well, and on the other side, too, the uh, the, the Colts' defense is not anywhere near as strong as the 49ers right. was yeah. right. or right. is. Right. So I see the, the Browns being able to run much more effectively. Mm-hmm. And if Deshaun Watson is back, I mean, I, it's weird to say he is better than P.J. Walker, even though he's not playing that well either. Yeah. But also, give the ball to Ford, you know. Let, him, let, him, Hunt, let yeah. him just get you yeah. down. Yeah, and Kareem Hunt. Yeah, yeah. So, Who? no, I'm, I'm yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Another yeah. guy that uh, did that assaulted women. Just, <laughs> he, he, he physically assaulted them. Mm. Yeah. The Browns are full of stand-up guys, let me tell you. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I'm picking the Browns to win. 
I, I think it'll be a like really him. good game, but I think the Browns. Yeah. Same. Same. So far, this is a whole <laughs> lot of change up between us. <laughs> All right. Buffalo travels to New England. Um, if I took like the last decade's record between these two, it would be pretty god awful. Uh, but that would include like Tom Brady with like a what a thirty-one and two record or so against them. However, it's not Tom Brady. It is New England, absolutely fucking reeling. I don't know what's going to happen in this game tonight. Right now, the Giants are playing it pretty tough. I just the Bills. I have to imagine at this point when they play the the Patriots are so full of we will fucking end you. Fuck you, Bill Belichick. Mm-hmm. That I don't see them losing even on the road. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know what. I don't know what Bill Belichick can even scheme with the players that he has. Yep. And I well, feel listen, like the mentality listen, that they missing have out right on now. Judon right now. That's their best <laughs> pass rusher. Yeah. Good luck if you can't even rush to try to slow down Josh Allen. Yeah. Like this might have, their defense has been so shitty. Buffalo might run the ball against this against them. Okay. Yeah, they put up like 34 points, and Stefan Diggs only has 60 yards and yeah. no touchdowns. Yeah. You know, yeah. like. <laughs> Could just be one of those really crazy games, like. But I do not see any way New England could keep up with Buffalo. Yeah. So I don't often sing <clears throat> praises towards the Patriots, but Matthew Judon is so good. He is. They lost. Um, but I think this is going to be like Stefan two touchdowns, like 110 yards. Bills win with ease. Okay. Holy shit, folks! Mark it down. The biggest Bills fan. Well, maybe the second biggest Bills fan because up Greg's one too. That always says his team's going to lose. Just predicted they would win. With ease. With ease. Holy fuck, the he, Patriots he, are going to win. He always said He says they'll find a way to fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. The next game after that is the Commies Ambitious. traveling to New Jersey to take on the G-Men in a game that I truly don't know. Like, is Daniel Jones playing quarterback? Because if he is, I give the edge to the Commies. Yeah. Tyrod Taylor? Not looking too bad so far tonight. No, you know? he might actually be the better option right now. <laughs> so having Saquon Barkley back is the biggest difference maker. I, I was going to say. The fact that Daniel Jones got that four-year, $160 million deal and Saquon got the, we'll kick in one extra million on top of that franchise tag. It just, now I get it. Fair Running it backs is, can be drafted easily, supposedly, even though the Giants have no one behind them that's mm-hmm, worth a shit. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm picking Washington. I this is five straight road games. I'm picking road teams. I'm picking to win this. I think Washington can beat the Giants at home. I'm picking the Giants um, because finally we have someone choose differently. <laughs> I can't. I can't pick in division. You know, like this, and uh, it's it's a real tough thing to do, especially because uh, the commies have some good defense. They have some good offensive players, but they also have the ability to fall apart. Just as miraculously as the Giants do. True. Coming after the commies, I think they're a scrappy team. And uh... by the way, if you can barely hear the great skunk hunter, he apparently partied way too hard last night. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't know how to raise the voice a bit. You so can hard. you can probably hear him breathing like Darth Vader. But coming after the commies, um, I'm gonna call my. Uh... First tie of the season. Oh, there we go. Ooh, zero zero. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking six six. There we go. Go. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we have the Atlanta Falcons traveling to Tampa Bay. 
And a game I, that no one really wants to watch. Here's the inter- <laughs> I mean, listen, Tampa Bay can stop the run. The only thing that the Falcons truly do well consistently is run the ball. No, they're also really good at avoiding their really highly uh, drafted tight end. That's That's very say. true. If they <laughs> fucking throw ass. the ball. Um, I see Tampa Bay winning this game. I think that uh, Baker's a little pissed off about today. Gets to go against a little easier offense and uh, pulls it out with uh, Mike Evans. And I, I got the Buseys also. They're, uh, um, the Buseys? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Gary, Gary or Jake? <laughs> Either one. They're no, both insane. No worse. I'm I'm bastardizing the truck stop, Bucky's. Oh, sir, you shall Son not. <laughs> <laughs> you will not besmirch the Bucky. You never been to one. You don't fucking know. <laughs> oh, sheets. Oh, sheets. Oh. What's the other fucking one? No, sheets isn't that good. But, first of all, Wawa. Wawa. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. We're Subway Plus. Oh. I was gonna say, if I'm gonna get a sandwich, I want the Wawa. But if I want to buy like sheets for my bed, a cover for my fucking truck seat. A new rear view mirror. Uh, some fire those, pit. Yeah. Some of those little balls to hang from the back of my truck. Uh, and a gigantic fucking mug that'll keep my coffee warm forever. It's Bucky's all the way. One bumper sticker. All right. All right. They, they do they, sell they a still, lot of those. They're still pretty apolitical, I think. Uh, <laughs> for the record, I'm going to buy mud flaps with a woman silhouette on them. I'm going to buy a cane that's with a metal top and a bald eagle on there. And I'm going to get it from Love's. And I'm going to the <laughs> You are going with the Buckies, though. I'm going with the, the Buckies. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I think Baker and Mike Evans are going to be pissed. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, too. I think they might just light them up. Yeah. Okay, Baltimore said no to a bye week and instead gets to play Detroit. Yay! Good, good thinking. That's going to be a good game. Uh, so I'm picking... You think so? I Detroit. Another road game, or another road team. I'm picking Detroit to win this. Yeah, me too. Um, I'm hoping David Montgomery is back to play, because uh, I think that he is very important to their offensive style. However, Jared Goff, Amon Ross St. Brown, Sam Laporta, the entire defense. I, I think Detroit, they, they have a really good team. They really and do. I, they're counting that somewhere. I don't see them losing to Baltimore. This, I, this week. is it's it's no slight to Baltimore on this. I just think that Detroit is the better team. You know, I, granted, Baltimore plays up, Detroit plays down, right? Any given Sunday, blah blah blah. But I don't know. I, I you know I'm I'm riding a Detroit bandwagon on this right now. Like I, I love seeing what they're doing. They don't seem to be letting up off that gas pedal. You know where where the Ravens still struggle. Well, you know they. Play with some good grit, but they're kind of sloppy. So, yeah. yeah. So I think Detroit's the better team, but I think Baltimore wins this game in a big special teams play that like just swings the game. Interesting. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. We then have Pittsburgh traveling to Los Angeles to take on the Rams. Um, Pittsburgh's defense has been very. Their offense is doing them no favors. There are games where Pittsburgh's defense can take over and can keep them in a game. I don't know how the Rams' offensive line is going to handle T.J. Watt in the pass rush, but I think they find a way. I think Kyron Williams running the ball helps to slow that pass rush mm-hmm. down. I think having Puka Nakua and Cooper Cup available is big. I also think the Pittsburgh Steelers' offensive line is kind of trash, and they're already bad anyway, and that's before they've gone against someone like Aaron Donald. So I say the Rams. 
Yeah, I, the Rams have the ability to fuck up. We kind of talked about it, you know, earlier. Um, they, but they're a much more complete team. They're just, you know. Oh yeah. And and the what what kind of offense is Pittsburgh going to put up? That I think that's really the point of it. Is like you want to look at the the defenses, even if you put them on par. What kind of offense can Pittsburgh really put up against? Like as long as they handle Pickett, it's kind of like eh, yeah, you know, yeah. You know, Fryermuth is a is a is a good well, tight again, end. Underutilized you know? tight end. Same I, thing. Man. Yeah. And Deontay Johnson might be back, which helps. Even, but if your and, offensive line can't give you enough time to throw, yes, you're yeah. still in the same yes. Yes. issue. Right. Yeah. No, it's Rams. Yeah, Rams all the way. Rams, but they let the Steelers stay in it for like way too long. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna make it interesting at least. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Next up, we got Arizona traveling to Seattle. It's a feisty Arizona team, but I think Seattle's pretty angry about the Bengals game today, and I think that they run roughshod over the Cardinals. Uh, I think we finally have a DK Metcalf breakout game, and I think we also see Ken Walker have a uh, really good game at running back. I mean, Walker had a good game today, like right out of the gate. Like that was all Walker, and then when it, then it just everything slowed right yeah. down. You know, whatever happened with with. Those game plans, whether it was good coaching on the opposite side, but Walker came out real, real strong. Yep. Um, but even still, even if Walker's not doing, you know, his his uh, real sharp cuts left and right, you know, you got Charbonnet who just bulldozes his way through. Yes. You know. Charbonnet's toughness running the ball has been amazing to watch. I'm kind of surprised they're not getting him more involved because his ability to run through tackles yes. is – Walker's very good. He's very fast. He's an effective oh, yeah. runner, and but he, he does not have the power that Charbonnet he's, he's has. He's tough. Yes. He, you I, know. I'm not going to say Charbonnet is reminiscent of another Seattle running back, but I can see some similarities. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he does not step out of bounds. He does what, like, Walter Payton and <coughs> Beast Mode like, and those other... do it, yeah. So those running backs yeah. are just like, I'm going to deliver a hit to you because by the fourth quarter, you're going to stop wanting to tackle mm-hmm. me. Yep. Mm-hmm. You can have a moment of hesitation, and it's going to give me my opening. Yep. yep. Wow. I think kind of like you were saying, like, I think Seattle's so pissed that they're like, today, Burrow, today you decide to fucking show up? Thanks a lot, you know? <laughs> yeah. I think they're going to be angry. Seattle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Within half... The reeling Green Bay Packers, which is really weird to say after the amount of years we've watched them be really good. <laughs> Packers in, in New England. It is weird that they're to think like the Bears, like, all right, yeah, I've watched my team suck for a long time. It's weird to see New England and Green Bay not be really good. It's also strange because coming into this season, like, I don't think Green Bay overall has that bad of a team. The Bakhtari knee injury and the fact that he will not be back this season yeah. hurts bad. Mm-hmm. Their other guard that got injured, that hurt also. But their defense hasn't been playing well either. Quay Walker, I thought, was going to take a step forward after his rookie year and be better. And he's just showing complete immaturity and inability to read defenses yeah. the way he should. Instead of reacting, well, he's just... And it could be like, maybe it's 50-50. Maybe it's him and Love not being on the same pages. He, and He is such a big body, and he's crazy athletic. Yep. He has everything going for him. It should have been a growing except, year, except for yeah. except for what's yeah, up here. You know, like, I, I thought he was going to be a linebacker that really stepped mm. up, and he just he hasn't. I will say, I think Romeo Dobbs is still a good uh, second-year yeah, wide receiver. Yeah. I think Christian Watson has a yeah. lot of talent. Yeah. And Denver is a get-right type of defense for Jordan Love to go against. Jordan Love has looked okay the last few weeks. Last week was bad against the Raiders. He had a couple of very ugly interceptions. 
Um, but I think this is kind of a get-right game for them. I think Green Bay wins on the road. Mm. Uh, so I'm going to go with the Broncos. Um, I do think that Green Bay has has uh, prob- has enough problems to put up against the Broncos' defense, which is not that great. Uh well, if Aaron well, Jones is back too. If Aaron, if, listen, if, if Aaron Jones is back, then this prediction is going to go poorly for me because I think that's going to be enough of a difference maker to get the points on the board. Um, but I think the Broncos can put up enough points, you know, despite what's going on with their defense, they'll put up enough of points out there. They they can score against Green Bay's defense, and they're going to be the better scorers out there. So give me Broncos. That being said, it's still going to be like like. 21-17, but still the better scorers out there. I think they're due for their offense and defense to play equally well. Oh. It has not happened all year. You mean year. Good, in the good way? Yes, yes. Not yeah, the bad yeah, way. Yeah, not the bad way. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not equally no, hell. No, no, equally like, well. Every okay, yeah. game, it's like either their offense is playing pretty good or their defense is playing pretty good. They've never done that at the same fucking time. For anything. Even like when they got fucking blown out by Miami. Mm-hmm. Offense was actually hidden. Like they were really doing well. Yeah, they got a solid twenty points. Uh, and Miami's got it. They Versus got a good last year, you know. <laughs> you, you say a solid twenty points. Miami's defense is good. And then like today, their defense showed up. Or not today, Thursday. Offense couldn't do a fucking thing. It's like there's got to be a get right where they can both do not good. They're not gonna be fucking amazing. But we're like, oh my god, this is what happens when we have both sides of the ball playing adequately. And well, I guess the Packers, I think it's primed to happen. You know. I think part of the issue that they had this week. And I got to watch very little of the game. That it's fucking Kansas City? <laughs> yes, but you talk about their problems <clears throat> offensively. Chris Jones is a fucking beast on the interior of that offensive line. And y'all's offensive line has played poorly this year. When you have to go against a, someone, a team that has someone like that to line up against them, it's an issue. Yeah. There are players on Green Bay that can rush the passer. Whether or not they can actually do it throughout the full game, and that defense actually show up fully. Because I'm sorry, that Vegas-Green Bay game, we watched entirely down at the brew pub, and that was one of the ugliest games I have watched in a long time. Yep. And I was kind of taken aback at how poorly the entirety of the Green Bay team played. And they've done like that a few sh- times Like, if year. it wasn't for yeah. Christian Watson getting a deep mm-hmm. pass, mm-hmm. yeah. Jordan yep. Love's passing yardage would have been completely in the pits. <laughs> like, it was bad. Like, that put him over 100 yards. Yeah, yeah. Romeo Dobbs had one catch <laughs> yeah. for four yards. He's a solid receiver. Like, there's issues with this team. Did, I really wish that the stats came out where it was yards in the air and then total yards. I would really love to see that because, you know, not trying to take away anything from Tua, but the same kind of thing. Like, the kind of yards that he's going to be, oh, he got 400 yards today. Good. Well, how many yards after yeah. the catch did did Waddle have? How yep. many yards? Like, did Hill have? Well, they've only maybe ten years started tracking that. So, like, the stats exist yeah, only for the last. But they, like, but nine they don't. Yak is something that was put not out that a big thing for a so, long yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. But still, I do think Green Bay wins that game, and we'll find out. I, I mean, and I'm going Broncos with it. So, Eric. Packers in an ugly win, and I think Russell Wilson throws a backbreaking interception, like in the red zone. Like you seal the deal. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're saying it like that's a hot take. Yeah. <laughs> a, a hot take would be 
they they bench Wilson at the half, and Danuch comes in and wins the game. Danuch, <laughs> I forgot he was their backup. Wow, that's crazy. Don Juan Delanuch. Okay, the Chargers travel to Kansas City, and what on paper should be an amazing offensive game. Uh, the Chargers have some good players on defense. Khalil Mack and Bosa come to mind. Derwin James, Kansas City. I'm not really sure, other than Travis Kelsey and Pacheco, who's going to step up on offense. At the same time, uh, you're the king of the AFC West until someone knocks you off. So I am saying that Mahomes finds a way to do this at home, throwing it to Kelsey. And I'm going to go ahead and say that (sighs) Noah Gray, the backup tight end, also gets a touchdown because I cannot think of a single Mm -hmm. wide receiver I think has a good game. For Kansas City in this one. I got the Chargers on this one. Oh. I got the Chargers. Um, I think it's their their receivers are going to be the difference. They're going to be able to play further downfield and and score quicker and faster and get ahead. Um, I'm also banking on Austin Eckler being back enough. We don't we have yet to see him back yet. He's supposed to play tomorrow. Yeah. Um and healthy enough that he's also a real problem because they need him. They need him oh, pretty yeah. badly. Yeah. So he's back enough that he's a real problem, and that just sets up the the, the downfield options. And, yeah, it takes and, so much pressure off yep. of Herbert if he's and, back. Uh, well, that's what really you do have a good pass rush. He could just dump it off to Eckler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So uh, that that's enough to get the Chargers ahead, and they stay ahead. I like it. I want so, to see Kansas City lose, so I'm just picking the Chargers. There you go. I'm changing my pick. <laughs> I'm also picking the Chargers, but I think it's going to be something that after that loss, Kansas City's going to like get right and tear off five or six in a row. Um, but, yeah, let me down for the Chargers. All righty. And then we have next Sunday night, we get to watch Miami travel to Philadelphia. Should we get a game? Who is going to be fucking mad? <laughs> so Philly's going to be pissed off. Miami's going to be angry. They only put 42 up on Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> well, that they fell behind by 14. Yeah, that they were behind it all. <laughs> no, I told you. Then they opened oh. the eyes. Yeah. yeah, they dropped down by 14, and then they, they score 42-7 to seven continuing through the game. Like, holy <laughs> shit. McDaniels out there, they're like, can we, can we please do something? Hold... Right, <laughs> come on, coach. We don't like being down. Like, hold. By the way, I do like how your uh, New York Giants have their old school uh, helmets on. There. Yeah, it's fucking yeah. working tonight. Yeah. I Jesus, like I like it. Yeah. Um, this is a tough one to call because Miami has been more consistent than Philadelphia this year. Uh, if Philadelphia has uh, Jalen Carter and some of those defensive players back that missed this year, this past week or today's game, I'm sorry, that could make a difference. Um. I'm picking. I'm picking Miami. I'm picking Miami. Uh, I think that the Eagles hold Miami to under thirty. Um, but they're not putting up enough on offense to to keep up. I think a fully healthy Eagles defense could keep them under thirty. I don't think they can do it next week. I, I think the Eagles are going to continue their struggles in the red zone. You know, they 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 might make their way up the field, but once they're crunched and they you know, well, like, like when they when you their can, offense you is can, in the red you zone, it makes no sense. Dallas Goddard is one of the like, best when, tight when ends in football. When they go to him in the red zone, it's yeah. almost always a fucking score. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, like the 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 uh, Keister catapult's not going to win you games. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good name for the, that. That's fantastic. Like, that's, that's much better. The yeah. Heine heave. <laughs> I like it. 
I like it. I got more. Oh crap! I can't read. Because I read off like fourteen. Last I can't week. read. I can't read yeah. my my Spanish. An homage to your you know <laughs> list the week before. Yeah. Like oh well the the Duff Chuck is is pretty solid. <laughs> or in case you want to get that backyard yard. Oh backyard yard! Yeah. I like nice. that. Or the Culo <laughs> Conductir. Oh, I was racking my brain trying to think of for culo, and I couldn't think it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Spanish for drive. Yeah. So. <laughs> nice. Yeah. The backyard yard. To me, I like that. I like that one a lot. When you want that backyard yard. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> or the duff chuck. Yeah. Duff chuck sounds like you're you're eating out someone's ass, and like you didn't check to make sure they washed first. <laughs> wow. <laughs> 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 A little, a little rinse and spit after that one. So, what's your pick, Eric? Uh, <laughs> sorry, Joey. I think the Eagles have an ugly loss. <clears throat> I mean, it is the Dolphins, so... Yeah. They're just such a high-powered offense. And their defense is, is, is good. It's good defense. It's good. It's good enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jalen Ramsey's hoping to be back soon. Well, it's he not going to be very fair once they add him to that defense. He better be. You. He better be back next week. Be impressive. Yeah. Okay. That takes us into Monday night. Where the San Francisco 49ers travel to Minnesota to take on the Justin Jefferson Less. Less, yeah. Minnesota Vikings, who did not look great today against the Bears defense. The 49ers are going to be pissed. Yep. I have picked a lot of road teams to win this week, and I say San Francisco continues the trend. I don't know that Debo's, the extent of his injury, or whether he'll be back. Don't know the extent of McCaffrey's injury, whether or not he'll be back. Um, and they looked pretty ugly, you know. But the Vikings' defense is nothing, nothing. And there's no foul likely. weather in a dome. Right. Um, and I, the fact that the Vikings couldn't find the other options today was wild. I get that Justin Jefferson is really fantastic. Addison is not yet in that league. No, he's a rook. Yeah, for sure. K.J. Osborne did not step up very right, much. Right, right. And but why he didn't just, throw to Hawkinson is also confusing. And then Hawkinson spot. just, like, leaving, like, like it. they didn't know how to shift. It's crazy to me. Like, you have one big option, and then everyone else just plays cleanup. It's not Jefferson. like you run the ball well either. I, but I, Madison is okay. Yep. You know? So I, I it's don't... a great description for him. <laughs> the way you said it made it sound better than okay. But... <laughs> I, uh, yeah, yeah. No, but like, but I don't, I don't know, like what I, what I saw today with the Vikings. You are, you are, really falling apart. And even if they're down two players, or, or all, all three of their stars, that that San Fran was down today, San Fran still wins. They still win. I agree one hundred percent. Yeah, me too. Yeah, San Fran, and then what do you guys think Kirk's going to do at the end of this season? Depends on the pick they have. Okay. Well, I don't think he's got a lot of choice on the matter, so. Yep. If they're willing to re-sign him, they will, and if not, he'll sign with someone else. Yep. Sure. I mean, I realize that's not a hot take in any way, shape, No, but I'm sure someone will sign I mean, he does have a no-trade clause right now, so unless he waives that, he is their starting yep. quarterback until the end of the year, so um, we'll see. I if they don't Grant. have a really high draft pick, uh, if they are not high enough to be able to get a, a real stud quarterback, they'll probably have him again. And again, I don't mind Cousins. I don't think he's the problem. He's not. 
I mean, put him in Miami, they'd be goddamn amazing. That was pretty good. Like, yeah. he's way better than two. Put him in Atlanta? Um. With all those weapons? He's better than Ritter. Yeah, but Atlanta's a shitty place for a veteran to go. That was a really nice That's been catch. proven year after year. Wow. <laughs> I, I heard I heard someone refer to to him as the nickelback of quarterback, of, right? Of QBs. Just keeps putting out hits. People give him no shit all the time. It's so e- it's so easy to give him yeah. shit. But they're out there filling oh. stadiums, right? Uh, Everyone knows their songs and sings along to them. Yep. Yeah. You can you could it's 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 the cool thing to pick on him. The reality is He's talented, and he's still he's still putting up a lot of good throws. Yeah. Yep. I think a lot of this is the offensive scheme. Yeah. If, if if Jefferson is is the only person out there who can make your team work, that's coaching. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. It is. Yeah. All right. So that is our picks for next week. Uh, just so y'all know, if you're playing in fantasy, uh, Cincinnati, Dallas, Tennessee, the Jets, Carolina, and Houston are on the bye. So get those players out of your lineup. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right. Any last thoughts on this week's games? Uh, I love a uh, first third of the season uh, where there's no undefeated teams. The only team with an O is Carolina. And <laughs> it's on the wrong side. It's on the side. wrong side. <laughs> uh, but I love that we've already because it's definitely felt like a little bit more balanced. There, as the teams that felt like they were power teams, you know. Philadelphia didn't feel like they were the same level of Super Bowl caliber team they were last year, um, and you can see that right away. Like right. first two games, but like, they were, not but the they same. were, but they yeah. were still, but they were finding ways to win. San Francisco full squad up. They do look like an absolute dominating team, but at the same time, it was good to see. It was good to see him bleed. It's good to see Brock Purdy. You know, okay, hold on. He isn't. He isn't this perfect find. This absolute diamond in the rough. We saw his flaws. Uh, it, it's it's good to see those the teams like like Indianapolis and and Texans still show life. Obviously, mm-hmm, yeah. it's it's a little tougher for Indianapolis without their I mean, their QB. But AFC North and South are both yeah. like that's gonna be fucking tooth and nail the, week to week till we, the end of the season. We talked you know? about the Jags taking steps up and they had a couple stumbles. It's good to see them really just clicking three in a row. Yeah, three in a row for the Jags. So nice. Yeah. Really like, nice. like Trevor's looking better. Yeah, I think he's yep. getting growth almost every oh, yeah. single week. Yep. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I think for me the biggest takeaway from this week was uh, they always say like you know you have to get like five weeks of tape. The defenses can start oh, shutting you down a little better. Yeah. And at, I don't know if that's why this weekend the only team that really blew anybody out was Miami, but it seemed to be a lot more of the defenses stepping up and having a bigger part to play in the games this week. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, that's also where the offenses need to start making their adjustments mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. figure out what they can do. So, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens there. I, I I do hope for a little higher scoring games next week with a little more effective offenses. But you know what? Give me those upsets, baby. I do love the upsets. Give me those upsets. It is a lot of fun, uh, especially when your team is kind of shitty. It like, makes like you, what we're watching you... right now? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you know. like I mean, it's uh, only three, but. I mean. We watched these two teams in a Super Bowl once, didn't we? Yes, we did. Oh, yeah. oh. God. Wide right. <laughs> the words that every Bills fan hates. Regardless, I am very glad that all of y'all 
are listening to the podcast and uh, came to check us out tonight. If you are listening on uh, Apple Podcasts or on Spotify, please leave us a review. Uh, give us a little like and follow. We'd appreciate that. Let us know what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong. Uh, if there's any topics you think we should discuss, we'd love to hear that. Um, I can't think of anything else right now other than I cannot wait to finish watching this week's games and can't wait to watch next week's either. It's been a really fun week so far. Yeah. Go Astros. Go. Oh. Someone watches American Cricket. I haven't really understood the rules yet, but I hear you can be a bat for a day straight. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Just make sure if you do have an American Cricket team that you root for that there's no trash cans in the background. That <laughs> That's the key. Forever and there. always. Because fuck them, that's why. Exactly. <laughs> All right, as always, I'm Matty Fax, Scotty Stats, Brian the Professor, the great Scott Cunter, Pepe Lepioducer, and, of course, Up Greg, making his triumphant return. Yeah. Y'all have a wonderful week. We'll see you next week, 8 o'clock Eastern Time, YouTube, Half the Distance Live. Have a wonderful week. Thanks for coming out.